Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh yes, it's ladies night here for DC Movie News and I've taken over the ship so you know that we're doing an extra long TV time. Keep watching. Welcome to Popcorn Talk featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. Oh, this is perfect! Yes, yes Zach, with the suggestion. <laughs> my oh everything. my god. This is probably my favorite time. I'm sorry to all my co-hosts, but the fact that we have a ladies' night here for yes. DC Movie News. Yes, we know it's noon. Yes, we know that it's still light outside, but it's definitely ladies' night. Guys, you know me. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer, but way more Way more importantly, I have a panel of fantastic women. Starting to my left, it's Joelle Monique. Hey guys, I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Yeah, you're a nerdy girl. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know about that DC life. thousand percent. I'm excited to have you on because Thank you've never you. been on the show for no, time. No, I was thrilled when you called us like, yes, I was like, yes, I will be there, of course. I know, and I watch your AfterBuzz stuff and you know your nerd jam. So, I track. I, I yeah, you're gonna, you got some girl stuff to say today, too. Some girl <laughs> power stuff. Always having some girl stuff to say, guys. <laughs> Yell Teagle in the house. Hello, everybody. I'm Yell Teagle. You can find me at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I'm live in the chat, so... I am reading your comments. You're all hilarious. You're a better <laughs> chat mistress than I am. Like you, you are great in the chat. I sometimes I try to pay a lot of attention, but sometimes I ignore them and I don't mean to because they're the best fans ever. So yeah. you've got their back today. I got their back and their words. And I like it. <laughs> I was going to say clever. their friends have decided not to. Yep. Very very <laughs> clever guys. You know her because she is a regular here. Elena, bring the pain on Jordan. <laughs> Yeah. I love my Roxy given nickname. I love it. <laughs> that dress today, girl. Thanks. Come on now. Come Thanks. on. Um, That's a gift. Wow. Ooh, good gift. Shout out to other girls who give girls good gifts. Yeah. <laughs> Any DC gift is a good gift in my <laughs> eyes. Guys, we've got a lot to talk about today. As I said, we're definitely going to get into some TV time because you know when I take over, that's what we're doing. Sorry that Adam... Johnny and Mike all couldn't be here today. Wow. Clearly, I like you guys the best. So, <laughs> you know, that's how, that's how it. it goes. Uh, but oh. we've got an awesome show for you guys, so we're going to kick some butt right now. Yeah. yeah, all right, let's get right into it, guys. Let's talk about Suicide Squad, because it's officially out of theaters now. Uh, it kind of felt like forever. I don't even mean that in a mean way, but it, it felt like it had a very long run. It was super long yeah. run. It, yeah. It was, I think, in theaters for a very long time. Like, there was somebody who said, oh, I'm going to go see it. And I was like, oh, is it at the, the Dollar Theater? And you're like, no. <laughs> no, it's just there. Uh, and that's oh. why if you didn't see it, like, it wasn't because you wanted to. Because you could have just gone yeah. to the theater anytime in the last few months. But it did much better than people expected it to do. Um, it's officially ended so we can announce that it made 325.10 mil, which is a... A boatload. That's my... <laughs> a tiny amount of money. My G-rated way of saying it. Yeah, it's a tiny amount, you know, pocket change. Did yeah. you guys think that it was going to make more or less, or were you just surprised in general? 
I feel like it, I thought that it was going to do really well, and I feel like it did about how I thought. I actually think they're going to do really, really well in Blu-ray and DVD sales oh, because yeah. yes. everybody wants the extended cut for this one. Everybody wants to see the Joker stuff that was taken out. So I feel like that's going to be where a lot of their revenue comes from, which I don't think was really anticipated. Yeah, I know I'm first. definitely looking forward to the original studio cut as opposed to the commercial cut we kind yeah. of got released. Um, that was my biggest problem with the movie was the editing. And they Were you a fan the- of the movie? I don't even know. Oh, boy. Um, I, <laughs> uh, without, without taking over the show for the next hour, um, I thought that the character introductions were nice, but it didn't. it felt um, like a very long pilot. As yeah. opposed well, to when you have a like, trailer house cut edit your movie, it's yeah. like Ooh. yeah, like the, <laughs> it was the a great hour and a half long trailer. Yeah, yeah it, was. Was. it was an excellent trailer for a movie we didn't see. But I liked this movie. Me too. Me too. I, if you just let it be a fun movie, you go. Well, this is a fun movie. I, I love the positivity, yeah. Like, <laughs> I loved it. You remember when I first yeah. came on? After I was the only one holding down the fort. I was the thing you. is that uh, watching this movie, I remember coming out and going. So why was Joker there? Yep. And it's because what you were saying about the um, the Blu-ray and the deleted scenes and everything, everyone's going to want to see that because mm-hmm. then it makes sense as to why he was there. So and let's jump so into that. I want to talk about these deleted scenes because some of them have leaked and we've also got a TV cut that played. Um, it's the Suicide Squad extended cut TV spot. So let's check that out. Yeah. I wonder if that would make you guys want to see the movie even more if you hadn't seen the movie yet or if you'd already seen it whether you would buy the extended cut based on this tv spot own it own it <laughs> you're going somewhere Today. very bad yep we you knew that yeah he was going somewhere bad <laughs> Shy, you went so crazy i think you're insane why don't we have some fun yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the music they yes. nailed the music every step of the way for suicide squad i think oh i immediately Yo, went and listened to the entire soundtrack yeah some people have problems with too many songs but i love no. but you know what that's kind of one of the things that i think really excels about the film is that this feels very pop culture like it has its finger like right on pop culture mm-hmm. and i feel like comics should like it's nice to have the great cinematic experience and it's nice to see your characters but I also really like uh, these modern kind of takes on very old characters I agree with that what did you guys think though based on this if you hadn't seen the film would this drive you to see the film or if you hadn't seen it by this point you're like all right, no I think if you haven't seen it by this point you aren't interested because I really wanted to see this. Like the trailer really, the original trailer got me so mm. excited. So an extended trailer is even better. Um, in the chat, uh, Tim says, I saw the extended. I think it definitely got better story-wise. Um, Dom says, great, fun, extended cut. People are really liking um, the long stuff. And um, Emil says, I wanted more Joker. Agreed. Yeah. The- we'll, we'll get more Joker. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, with all the hype that they had for it, too, like making him kind of the center of their marketing campaign, I think that that's very intentional now that they're saying, and remember how Jared Leto and Margot Robbie said there's all this <laughs> Joker footage and you wanted it? Yeah. You can buy it. But yeah. what's so interesting oh, about today. that is that Margot Robbie was like, there's all this extra footage. It should get you really excited. And Jared Leto was like, mofos took out my scenes and then my <laughs> well, footage because is Margot gone. Robbie was the one that everyone was like, you're great. We want more of you. Yeah. And they're like, Joker's fine. Margot likes him, so... Yeah. This seems like a part for the course for DC, though, because they did the same thing with Batman versus Superman, where they were like, we'll just re edit it last minute and it'll be totally fine. 
No, you, you didn't like it? Here's a better cut, cut of it. Maybe buy the DVD. And we did because we wanted it. And it was a lot better. I think for Fairweather yeah. fans. Oh, oh, whoa. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> it didn't fix my problems. Do you yeah. think that that's like their marketing plan? Like, we're going to get you so excited for a movie, disappoint no. you, and make you want to buy it on Blu-ray. I you know what? I really don't think, think so. I think it's what, what it is, is that they, they kind of do a Hail Mary pass right before the movie's going to come out. And they go, okay, this is what we think that the audience, based on the marketing we've had this is what we think the audience wants mm. let's highlight harley we'll downplay joker and then when they got backlash for it they were like okay let's appeal to these other people too because I don't we have, have that footage was, yeah i don't yeah. think that it was ever like a this will be a, a trick we can play on the audience i think it's them desperately going like us if you didn't like this we've got something <laughs> else you guys see yeah. something please but did you guys see there's like some rumors circulating um a guy who's a friend of the producers had uh, a sit down with the batman versus superman guys he read the script he's like look I think it's okay, but there's a lot of mistakes. And he said that the producers were like, look, we're mostly going to make our money overseas. We're not that interested in story. It's okay. You could just let it be. I heard that somewhere. Yeah. So this was an internet rumor that's circulating around. It's not really uh, confirmed, and it kind of comes from a very sketchy source, like <laughs> uh, an unknown friend of the producers. Yeah. But it, it would certainly seem like maybe that's not their biggest concern is story. At the end of the day, people can say they didn't like the movie, people can say they did like the movie, but nobody can say it didn't make the money yep. that it should have made, because it made more money than most people thought, so yeah. whatever their strategy is, people are bashing DC, saying their strategy doesn't hold up right now, this movie made a lot more money than some of the comparable Marvel yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, how many CEOs and heads of studio started as writers? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You Laughing know, straight to the like that's, <laughs> that's not going to ever be their concern. We got, Everyone in the chat disagrees that the rumor, that, that rumor is true. Okay. That's why, like, that's why I, I specifically they, said it is a rumor. It's not confirmed. This is my favorite thing about the chat. I love when they're like, this is DC Movie News. All capital <laughs> news. <laughs> not DC Movie Rumors. I If we that. only talked about the news on this show, we would have a show once <laughs> every six months when a movie came out. So we yeah. gotta go into the rumors yep, sometimes. Stop using rumors as facts. That's, yep, I love it. Yeah, I said it was guys. a rumor. I introduced it as a rumor. Yeah, chat. Do, Come do, on. Doesn't matter. You blew <laughs> it, Joelle. Off the panel. Uh, guys, <laughs> we also so got sure. more scenes. We got more of the extended <laughs> So I do want to check this out from our friends over at DCL Access, Jason Inman, Tiffany Smith. We love them. Uh, so let's take a listen and a look. Suicide Squad hits digital HD today, giving you the chance to relive the squad's first film from the comfort of your couch. For today's featured story, we've got an exclusive sneak peek at the special features that come with the movie. Cool. Check it out. I'm going to drop him, the sword lady, five or seven of these seals. After that, I'm going to need some help. You down? Always. What about the in our necks? Helps out with that, she cracks right? me up. You're my friend too. <laughs> I love Stay it. Stay evil, doll face. I love the word. <laughs> I find it weird that he calls her doll face, but I also love it. Yeah, I'm like that's I what mean, Joker calls her. They're so great because it, it's no wonder they're releasing that footage. Their chemistry, yeah, oh, they're God. phenomenal. So, I mean, we saw a part of that, but so, I just think that their chemistry I'm is what sells the movie. If we move together, we can kill all these guys and go our separate ways. <laughs> yeah, I think this is brilliant too because a lot of the problem people had was how was there's this instant camaraderie? How is this instant yeah. sense of family? Remember which I the think small now, moment, yes. yeah, that we're it's getting a little work. bit more of that. We see it's not so instant. It mm-hmm. is. We are the ostracized bad guys. Yeah. Let's unite. Yeah. We need your help, man. When the time's right, 
You hit flag with a fireball. <laughs> You'll be too busy burning a death to have a go at us. Oh, does anybody have done. a good Aussie accent? No. 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 Yeah. Not, nobody yeah. on our our panel does. Actually, can do what? Adam can do a pretty good one. Oh, you bloody Socrates with all the questions. Freedom, man. Freedom. Freedom. You that, don't you? Freedom, man. Freedom. We're criminals. You know that, right? Yeah. It's great. <laughs> we'll do the bastard. Hey, be careful. He was so good he eats in the movie. People. Saw another superior what? He eats people for reals, homie. He's a cannibal. <laughs> this would have added a lot of time, though. Yeah. This would have added a lot of time to the movie. And- but I also feel like <sighs> comic book fans don't mind waiting. I don't mind. As long as it's edited me? together well, yes. I could sit through yeah. like four hours of comic yeah, book movie. I don't mind if it was a long movie, if it was a good movie. You mm. know what I mean? Like, if, you don't notice but that. But that's it's why long. they do extended cuts because of people like us when they're trying to appeal you mean to the mass the audience. Fans? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, a general audience in. In general, they try not to make movies too, too long right. for, and to make it pal- palatable for people who like movies but may not necessarily be Hard DC Hard as fans. it is for me to believe there are people who are just like, I kind of like superhero movies, and I'm like, they're not everything to you? You do not count them down? Like, no, That's not what you go to bed with? And and I, right, exactly. Wake up with in the morning? That's weird. And I, I get that we, you know, obviously want to include those people, but I also feel like we've just come so far in superhero movies that it's easy to jump on and off if that's your thing. Yeah, I get that. Hey, man, Batman saves all the civilians, not just the ones chanting his name. <laughs> good point, good point. Okay, so one of our favorite parts of the Suicide Squad movie, of course, is Margot Robbie and her performance yes. and her beautifulness and her just excellence in general in life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Oh, pursuit of hey! happiness. Hey! That's Wilson and that's one. Um, and this is exciting because we're getting more information on her standalone movie yes! or her Birds of Prey film. Um, and actually now it feels like it's really happening because as opposed to what Johnny was calling swerve, swerve, we don't know what's going on. We have a writer. We have a writer. Uh, Christina Hodson. Oh, you a think lady she's, writer. You think she's yeah. an amazing writer? Because mm-hmm. she's, well, she's also paid her due. She started out as an assistant. She's worked for years. Like, she's worked her way up. She mm-hmm. knows the ins and outs of Hollywood. She's been there. So from, she's been in the room. She's been in the writer's room both as a writer, as an assistant, seeing it from a perspective like we have, kind of fan, and then also now she's going to be doing Bumblebee Transformers and mm-hmm. fixing that too. So <laughs> about that. here's a little bit of her resume. Shut in 2016. Did any of you guys see yeah. Shut in? How was it? It's good. It's a good horror movie. It, it avoids a lot of the uh, cliche jump scares that I'm kind of not a fan of anymore, and really relies heavily on its story. It's how was this? Is a weird question about a horror movie, but how was the dialogue? She is a, a writer. Stretch all the way back. It, I don't remember it being offensive, so it okay. must have been at least passable. All right, good. Um, and then, yeah, this came right after they announced that she was going to be working on Transformers. So this, it's a big thing. A lot of times that happens where you get announced for a big movie, and then right after that you're announced for another big movie. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? How are they going to spend all their time on both of these things? And then you realize that there are different schedules here. But uh, I wasn't particularly excited about her being announced. I'm excited that it is a her, but I don't know her work at all. That's why I'm excited is mm-hmm. because this is somebody who started out kind of just wanting to work her way into it. She's not somebody who is known for other things. She hasn't been influenced by all of these other people and like voices in her ear. Also, so, some industry ahead. insider stuff, Hasbro is really good with their females. Like when Hasbro yeah. hires females, like they tend to be top of their game and then they nurture them into their next steps. Like, um, 
Margaret Scott, who, um, if you read her book, oh, goodness, she did the Transformers comic, but then she also did uh, Toil and Trouble, um, and now she's, like, working on the, the shows and stuff, and she's done amazing, amazing work. So I feel I feel confident that Hasbro, if they've hired her, that she's going to be good for Harley Quinn. Okay. And you're feeling confident, too, Yell, or? Yes. Here's why. Yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to anger a lot of people. Um, Do it. I think when you're writing a movie about women, it is important to have a woman writer. And I don't know anything about this writer, but I feel like if it's going to be about women, there should be at least a woman involved. A female writer, director, cast... Focus. Look at what and they're doing with yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, I yes. hear you guys. Like, I am team woman. Um, I'm team human beings, yeah. too, though. And what I don't like that we're doing uh, in life recently is that if it's a movie about women, women are working on it. And if it's not a movie about women, women are not working on it. Right. I, because I don't, I don't like that. Women shouldn't only be able to work on movies about women. And men yeah. should not be allowed to work on movies about women as well. I, I agree. agree 100% because I think that there are a lot of men who write female characters very well. Of course, and I think there are that, females that write male characters. Exactly, well. so if you're a strong writer. And yeah. so I, I don't want to say. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't. I, I think that it's important to have a female influence in some capacity. But because this is a project that was pitched by Margot Robbie, and this was something that she was very passionate about from the beginning, I feel like anybody who would have been hired on, regardless of gender, because we had it being like it's helmed by somebody who is passionate about the project and is passionate about, about having a female character represented well and not just because she's female but Mm -hmm. because she's a great character and because there are other kind of lesser known female characters that can now be highlighted. How much say do you think that Margot had in this pick? A whole bunch. A lot. She's the main reason. Do you think all of the say? I don't know. Nobody gets all, no actor gets all of the say. I mean, even Will Smith, who gets a ton of say, doesn't get all of the say. But she's also working on a producer. Yeah, she's, but that's what I'm saying. Since she pitched the movie, since fans are obsessed with her, since she's had this, like, incredibly quick and successful rise, I think that she will have a lot of say-so in the picks and things. Especially because this is a movie previously, like, back in when Chris Nolan was handling Batman, and he laughed at the idea of a Harley Quinn even just appearing in the movies. Um, so I think that for them to now say, look, we're gonna take a stand and we're gonna start putting women first. We know Marvel is working on it, but DC is really putting their money where their mouth is by already having Wonder Woman coming out and then following it immediately with Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And now um, we've got Birds of Prey uh, rumors circling around. Like, I really feel strongly that DC is like listening to their fan base and saying we hear that you want women and we're going to include that and it's exciting because if you look at the stats for women in, in the industry something like three percent of women direct top box office films yeah, yeah. Um, yeah which is really crazy because started. the beginning of hollywood it was the exact opposite most writers and directors were female this mm-hmm. is true that was very and then it just kind of changed like around the once 50s, it became 60s. an organization what yeah. are your hopes for this movie who are you guys hoping to see are you hoping this is a poison ivy oh black canary Can i just want black canary if black canary and harley quinn are in the same movie i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna pee I'm just I, gonna pee. I really, Are they then gonna take her from our our TV universe? No, I hope it's right. totally different. I've kind of been taken. No, so. I want like a I want like a full fledged Dinah Drake daughter Dinah Lance story. Like I want I need the fishnets and the leather yes. jackets. I, <laughs> I want her daughter with my Halloween outfit. Yes. 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 You you are my favorite Dinah, my Dinah Drake. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, what do we got going on there? I feel like you were uh, there was something in the chat, um, 
Matthew in the chat says Margot Robbie hired a writer out of her pocket and is uh, her production company that's co-producing, so she has a lot of say. That is Matthew is saying this. Yeah. I have. I have DC movie news rumors right now. But we do know that she is funneling her money into the project. We just don't know how it's being allocated. Somebody pointed out it's uh, similar to Ryan Reynolds and his uh, And Deadpool, yeah, 100%. Where, I mean, that's, I think, a great comparison where he said, hey... I want to highlight this character. I want to make sure that it's done really, really well. Yeah. My guess is she has a lot of say in the creatives, like Ryan, but as far as like um, maybe where money's being placed and release dates and things, I think that they probably right. reserve that for other people. But mm-hmm. I would also assume that she has a lot of control in that. Um, she, her career was very much mentored by Will Smith, and he has taken her under his wing. And I think that because she has that behind her she is able to then step up and say, this is what I'm doing. And I she think said, that, I'm under this wing. Let's bring yeah. some more wings from all the birds of prey. Yes. yes. Nicely done. Very Thank nice. you. I like that. Uh, moving on to our other <laughs> half a little bit, because I wanted to get back to Leto here. Um, Hamill gave his thoughts on Leto. Yeah. Which is interesting. He says, everyone brings a different spin to the character, and you have to look at each script separately. I don't think there's a definitive version of the Joker, and I don't think there can be. It's like Hamlet, really. It'll be constantly redefined. So is that a nice way of saying not his bag? I mean... It was definitely not praising the performance. It's more like everybody does their own Joker, and I'm not going to get involved. Um, which I yeah. think is probably the best thing I think to say. It was the Switzerland of answers. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was like... There's a script. We'll be he had to do what needed to be done for that script. Yeah. And then he continued on to say, if you don't approve of Zack Snyder's vision, then you're kind of stuck because he's in the driver's seat. Which isn't really true anymore. Is Zack Snyder in the driver's seat? No, it's Jeff Johns. So I don't know if I completely agree with that, but it is funny. But again, no, he does not say, I really like what he's doing. He's just saying, if you don't, well. I also think that's fair to a lot of fans, though, because I think a lot of people uh, don't want to embrace the idea of, like, you may just not like this current canon of movies. And that's kind of the decision I've come to. Because I don't think they're necessarily bad movies. It's just, like, Batman holding a gun irks me. I know it's not irksome to everyone, but to me, it kills the core ideas of what I love about the character. Mm -hmm. But these characters are made to be reproduced over and over again by different individual voices. So, this is what you get, and it's cool for what it is. Okay, Hamill. Please turn fans. <laughs> I agree. I think that that's fair. We'll get another iteration sooner rather than later. These movies are not stopping anytime soon. TV shows aren't going to stop anytime <laughs> no, We have soon. a slate all the way to 2020, if not so past. The chat is it's discussing go their favorite jokers. It's great. Oh. Who are we getting a lot Ooh. of? Um, so, we Mostly have- Heath. Um, Eric says, I think Batman's 89, Batman 89's Joker captured the essence. <laughs> um, we have uh, Hamill as the Joker now and forever. Uh, another true. person says, but I love Heath. Jack I Nicholson, no love. No, that's, that's no. 89 Batman, right? Um, yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, yeah. all right. Guys, moving on. Let's talk a little bit about Marvel. We don't do that that much on this show, but Whoa. we have a couple stories uh, that are Marvel related. One of them, they're obviously still DC related. I was just trying to say that to get your guys' attention again. You get it? That was my cool transition. <laughs> I like um, it. It was marvelous. Oh, yeah. Guys, Michael Shannon, who you know because he played Zod, um, was apparently offered a Marvel movie and turned it down. Mm -hmm. So here's what he had to say. Uh, 
No, I'm not really looking for that. They <laughs> called me recently about some iteration, I won't say, but some version of a movie that's been made already countless times. They were going to give me a lot of money, and I was like, nah, big movie too. But I, I have to think, <laughs> I have to think it's an interesting story. If I don't, I can't do it. I won't do it. Oh, Shannon. Now, this is the same guy who told us he got stuck in a bathroom stall with his flippers on and couldn't get out for hours on the set of BBS. <laughs> so, everything he says, I know Johnny would say swerve, swerve, swerve right now. Take but with a do you guys think, yeah, definitely. Uh, but do you think that he was offered some big role? Do you think that he was offered something and he didn't like the story? Do you think that this is complete crap? What are you guys thinking about this? I think what happened was somebody was talking to him. Somebody was working on something and was like, oh, man, you'd be really good for this role. And he's like, nah. And that was what he took as like, I got offered this role and I turned it down. But do you think Marvel Studios would come to Michael Shannon with half an idea? or like I think he was just having Yeah, I don't think it was Marvel came down and was like... We want to approach you for this. Like, I think it was probably like, "Hey, here's an idea. Like, let's throw this name in the hat." And he's like, "I don't know." (laughs) Well, if we take him at his word, he says that they offered him a lot of money and that it's a movie that's been redone a lot, which to me suggests um, Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Well, it's the only one that you could say. Yeah. I mean, unless it was, unless when he was saying Marvel, he didn't really mean Marvel came to him. It just was Marvel story, and it was a Fantastic Four movie, or even an (laughs) X-Men, or an X-Men thing. Yeah. I think Joel's right at the end of the day. Spider-Man? It, it can only be Spider-Man. And there's actually, uh, he could be an alternate take for uh, The Vulture, which they just gave to Keaton. Yeah. Yes. Zach, how would you have felt about that? Uh, I think Keaton's a better choice. Uh, Michael Shannon hasn't done anything that's, like, wowed me. He's not bad. He just hasn't, like, flown me away. Whoa, that's whoa, because, whoa, whoa. Michael, Michael Shannon sh- is an indie actor. Yes, and he's the... Everything. He's, right. um, I'm not saying. He's, I'm not saying. Michael he's bad. Shannon is a just, very, very good actor. But my whole thing go back to the the Margot Robbie thing. If you're not passionate about a project, why do it? I fully like, agree. Guys, on that. Don't forget, we have to be nice to Zach because like he runs the shows. So if we're too mean, <laughs> he'll just shut it down. Um, also, we're still looking for names. What are our top names right now, Zach? We're trying to think of his amazing DC name because Marvel uh, named him the best way long two ago. that I've heard were uh, Gideon and Jor El. Or oh. Zach L. I could just be... Zach L. Zach L. I like that one best. Oh, so maybe, I maybe Gideon, we should throw but... up a poll. Yeah, we'll, we will definitely <laughs> yes. throw up a poll. We need more options still, so you I guys keep I like the idea of just this ladies panel named him Zach L, and the boys can suck it because they weren't here. Hey! <laughs> Actually, we didn't come up with that at all, though. No, he, no I know. He, he came up with that, he so we didn't, we didn't Yeah, but we that. can decide it. Oh, we just tell them. Yeah. And hope they don't it listen to the show. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm definitely down with that. We should find the answers together. Yeah! Yes. yes, with the sound by Zach L. <laughs> I like the way that sounded when yeah. I said See, it. Michael Shannon showed us, we can have a conversation. We can alter it how we retell it. Yeah. It works. Yep. Okay, <laughs> um, speaking yes. more about Marvel for a second. Yeah. Uh, guys, they're going back for Guardians 2 reshoots right now. Yes. And nobody is saying zip. There's just like, yeah, everybody's tweeting like exciting. Now, there's been articles out there. Den of Geek um, had one saying every time DC goes for reshoots, it's like all of a sudden the earth has stopped turning, so the sun is not shining on us. We've, <laughs> you know, we've gone into hell. Something really bad has happened, and the movie's going to suck. But when Marvel goes for reshoots, it seems like people don't don't mind. Why do we think that is? Do we even think that is the truth? I think because Marvel is consistent in their work. Whether you like them or not, whether you prefer DC or Marvel, Marvel delivers a consistent 
product. Um, and so I think people are confident that when they go back to the drawing boards, like, to make corrections. In the same way that when Pixar is like, nope, we gotta scrap it. People are like, okay, it's Pixar. They've probably got it and know what they're doing. Um, with DC, I'm always afraid. Like, I don't ever know what to expect, which is kind of the excitement of going into yeah. a DC movie where you're like, I know it's gonna be a little bit darker. I know we're gonna get some blue hues. But beyond that, it could, could go any direction. Um, and so I get nervous <laughs> when it's like, they didn't get it right the first time. Oh, God. Are they are they confident in their products? Oh Am I gonna have to? <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna see the movie anyway, but I, I'm nervous. How I'm with you, you because we don't have a lot of conversations of was the recut of the Marvel movie better than yeah. the released one where we have that with DC. So you know we kind of have the mentality of is it already good? Please don't break it. <laughs> please, yes. don't, please don't break yeah. my toy. Where it's like oh this was really good and then you sent the the trailer house is going to cut it now. Okay. Okay, okay let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, how are you like, feeling? Um well Scott in the chat said it's because Marvel has a better track record and Ivan agrees we trust Marvel and I think I think it's true. I think Joel's right. Like they haven't let us down as much Re- in recent years. In recent mm. years. Oh yeah, no, we're talking very recent. Yeah. Like <laughs> do people so quickly forget about the TDK trilogy like come mm. on. Come on, talk yep. about the best ever. So, <laughs> just saying. Um, I, but I, I do love the Marvel movies. I love the DC movies, and I think that that is an interesting point. That maybe when they go for reshoots, we're like, all right, yeah, you're just going to make a good movie. And when DC does it, we're like, oh no, oh no, what'd you do, guys? What'd Who you took do? the script? Who watched yeah. it and said, let me, let me take a crack? At it. That's what it feels. They watch an episode. They like watch the first take, and then they're like, mm, hold my beer. It it might also be that, like, we hear more about why there's a reshoot with DC, right? Like, we hear, like, oh, they're reshooting because they're redoing the ending. Yeah, all of that funny enough. Like, we hear what's happening, whereas with Marvel, we hear, oh, they're doing some reshoots. They're all just happy to be back together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would urge people people at home to breathe, though. (laughs) You know, like, that's something that I've stressed from day one. Reshoots are something that are very common Mm -hmm. in Hollywood. They happen on almost every movie. Especially movies with this many special effects. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I talked to the editor of uh, Star Wars the other day, and she was like, a lot of times it's just... Um, she did uh, episode seven, and I was interviewing for her. She's doing Passengers, Marianne. Oh, great. Her last name. Wow. She was really cool. Um, but she was telling me that when, uh, with special effects, when the editor gets it, uh, you know, it's you guys have seen the behind the scenes. It's all green screened or nothing's there, and it's just a title card. She's like, a lot of times it'll be like, move his hand three inches to the right and then poke so that we can get, like, the magic spark or a right. laser just right. So, yeah, I... I Breathing is a good advice. Breathe. Yeah. Just breathe. And then move your hand three inches to the right, because we need that. Because we need that spark. So, yeah. That's pretty much what's going on. Um, something else that people have been talking about that could help the DC movies is bringing J.J. Abrams on board. This was a great Cinema Blend article. Across the board, do we agree we need more J.J.? No. 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 I, I got a lot of no's there. I was expecting, like, some yes. I, I mean, I can see him pretend... I, I don't think that it's, like, let's all push for this, because I feel like J.J. Abrams kind of has his own... I mean, I, I don't want to be like, okay, how many lens flares can we put into <laughs> our DC universe? Like, I... Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound disparaging of J.J. Abrams at all, because I love J.J. Abrams movies, but I'd really like him to move back to originals. Um, I, I think that his style is, is wonderful. I don't want all of my like favorite canon things to be have his thumbprint on it but what if the next time you know our next reboot so 2021 2022 (laughs) whenever Mm -hmm. we do it if we decided okay jj's turn no would you be more Uh, okay if him not coming halfway in no 
No, I... You just don't want J.J. to touch DC. I just DC. don't like this no. idea that they're, like... After Force Awakens came out, everybody was like, J.J. Abrams, he's our hero. He'll save everything. Guardians, ah, every, oh, he's magic. Like, After just, Lost. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like, let us not forget, guys. So I'm a, I'm a grudge holder. Um, <laughs> and J.J., in terms of television, right? Like, television is where I've seen most J.J. And J.J.'s Big great... French fan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He's great at going, here's an amazing story and mystery. Oh, I don't know how it's going to end or how it's going to resolve. I don't really care. I just have this great idea for a mystery. So you figure it out He's not even later. interested in the mystery. He, he like, like, says that. I don't want to know what's in the box. Just, just let the mystery live so on. So I don't trust him mm. to take a movie and go, you know what? I'm going to make this so great because you're going to love it until the halfway point when we have to figure it out. Yeah. And the time to get J.J. in is at the beginning when you first do a relaunch that hasn't been done in a long time because what he's really good at is repackaging stuff you already love and presenting it in a a new world way. So like with Mm -hmm. Star Wars, it was like essentially the same story but, you know, with women and people of color. That's what he's really good at. For DC, if they're going to do a relaunch in 2020 or whatever... I'd really like to see them get some, like, unknown voices. Like, bring back early 90s when we were just, like, out hunting for really solid directors. Go out hunting. Yes. I yes. like it. All right, yeah. What's, your, what's that smile, girl? So funny. So Scott says, uh, I say hire James Cameron. Carlos wants Joss Whedon. I love it. Yeah. I, we're, we're trying to poach all the people, though. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Speaking of different and things that we might need, the Justice League Dark trailer. Yeah. Uh, let's check that one out. Oh, I'm so excited. You Me are? Too. Yes. Because you love that R-rated animation stuff? I do. All right. I mean, it's R-rated for violence. Yeah. Which, to me, is not why you R-rate something. And not just violence, but disturbing violence. Disturbing animated violence. Yes. (laughs) Let's check check it out. Yeah. That's not what gives it an R-rating, guys. It's not what you, our you need more boobs is what you're saying boobs Give me and the boobs. swears like I want to hear swear words animation boobs stuff <laughs> <laughs> boobs yeah okay so that's scary but yeah. I think this Style is too. I think this is what so cool. got it the R rating that I love oh. so excited I don't think we've seen what totally got the R rating <laughs> I just love watching this because it reminds me of my childhood, and then it's like, but now we're adults, and it's an R rating. (laughs) Classic animated style coming back is beautiful. Yeah, look at my Justice League. But do you think that um, R rated is the way to go with our animated movies? So we're about to see why I believe it got the R rating. Okay, I'm so excited. Is it the tornado? Because it's somebody that that means means an R rating. There it yeah! is. That's why we get an R rating is so we can have a real Constantine. Constantine? Yeah. By the way, Boston Brand is never PC either. Like, the two of them going at it, Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Because you were, did you watch the Constantine TV show? I led the Constantine after show on After Buzz. That's awesome. Um, I'm bummed that it was gone, but I do think that it should have been the Showtime show or something. Yeah. yeah. That could have been our Netflix gritty. When it was smoking in there, just yeah. We counted every time he had a cigarette. He'd light them, but he'd never smoke them. I know. I need it. What a loser <laughs> not smoking cigarettes. We talked about how um, when we got Constantine, was such a good line, on so Arrow, good. that was when we saw the Constantine that we wanted to see. Because mm. the one we had on Fox was not what we wanted. He's way too NBC clean, and NBC. he had far too much... Um, 
emotional intelligence for me. I want my guy just mad and smoking and just trying to vanquish creatures. I feel like you guys are seamlessly transitioning yep. us into my favorite time of the show. Yeah. What, what is, is it? Roxy Strive TV time. Sing along with me this time. Roxy Strive TV time. She thinks that the flash is fine. She moving in the sun to talk. Damn right. Uh, okay, guys, getting into TV time. We are right before this four part crossover starting Monday, November 28th. Oops. Monday night, starting with Supergirl, then going to Flash, then Arrow, then Legends. It is coming, and we have a trailer for it. Yeah, it's so Let's pretty. In that ish. So excited! So, um, so that that Zach, sorry, that was my transition into the the trailer. Zach L, yeah, called by his proper name. So, guys, this trailer dropped. I'm super excited. Um, let's talk about it because we got all our favorite people up in this. Super I love it. Aliens. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna plan too. These ah! are like World War Z. Oh, so, so good. good. Oh, Yes! Love the Best team up ever. I'm with you. Guys like you to help the world. I love wild dogs. I can't even help myself. Seriously? Yeah. You ask for my help, and then we end up up the creek. Yep. Bigger like brothers. <laughs> Give it to me. I like him. It's when he's Which with one? Oh, really? Yeah. It's when he's with Barry. He's so fun. I'm I love so every time Felicity like points out the differences between them. I'm like, I love you. It's Felicity interesting is the though. Best. She's amazing. She's absolutely the best. What do you guys think about War versus Aliens? But Supergirl. And but she's a hero. She is, but we've also got, you know, who knows if Miss Martian's going to come into play, Martian well, Manhunter. Well, certainly they been can... building up the story in Supergirl about aliens, and do we like them and don't we? And we've, we've got seen... a whole bar for them. Yeah, yes, right. we're chilling has created technology to find them. So to identify yeah. them. Scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting what's happening here. I know the last time that Supergirl and Barry Allen were together, my little heart was pounding. They mm-hmm. were just, they had awesome chemistry. They were so cute. So they were cute. so cute. And, I ship it. And we'll see what happens yeah. with Monel too, if Monel ends up being, because right now he's teetering on the mm-hmm. edge of good, yeah. bad. We don't know what's going on there. So we've got some aliens that we haven't identified as good or evil yet. Um, and even what's going on the with... The Switzerland of aliens. The Switzerland of aliens, <laughs> yeah. Even what's going on with, um, spoiler alerts with uh, Martian Manhunter and Miss Martian, who knows what that transfusion is going to mm-hmm. do and who's going to go crazy and That was the happen. craziest, most upsetting twist of my entire existence. Really? I was so mad. I'm like, no, because I love Miss Martian. She's my favorite. And so... To see her morph into, and again, spoilers, uh, a, a white Martian. I was like, oh, God, no. You're going to break don't know. his poor yeah, heart. But, but we don't know what's going to happen there. I guess. There, I love that Supergirl is tackling some of these huge issues that are very close to home mm-hmm. right now. Yes. So that's And classic cool. sci-fi tradition. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm definitely loving those shows. Uh, I will say that last night and the week before's Arrow episodes are growing on me. Um, okay. I was I was not so great about it. Um, I don't want to give too much of a spoiler because la- a lot of people haven't caught up from last night. But the ending of the episode um, had me on edge. I was like, ooh, what's happening there? And then this isn't a big spoiler. I'll just say this. Uh, the young girl on the show mm. wears the smallest, skimpiest little dress 
And so I had to Google today how old she is. How old she is. Yeah. And she's 21, which I guess means it's okay, but she looks like she's 14. Mm-hmm. She Not looks big. like she is 14. She looks years like she's 14 old. from the neck up. Yes. Her body was awesome, but I was like, oh my God, I'm looking at this girl's body right now. What's happening? Um, and Yell, I know that you're super excited about more things going on in Supergirl. Hashtag Malix. Yes. Oh my God. You know how I feel about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, for those who aren't watching Supergirl, lesbians. Lesbians! Lesbians. <laughs> we get really excited about them. They're so perfect. Yeah. Um, which is the greatest thing ever. It's who doesn't so love lesbians? That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> there was one really sad bit of news this week, though, that I'm so bummed about for CW, and maybe it's just because I'm so anxious. Oh, no, I'm with you on this. But I, come on. Like, you're pulling up my little heartstrings. I, Zombie, we finally get the premiere yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Finally, because... Anybody who watches DC Movie knows knows that I'm obsessed with it, and it's the it's one show that none of my co-hosts watch. What? And every you, week, really? every <laughs> week, I'm trying to talk about mm-hmm. it. Nobody to talk about oh, it with, I love but I keep zombie. telling myself it's coming back in January or February. It's coming right. back in the winter. Mm-hmm. April, guys. We're coming back in April. We're putting Riverdale before it, which, by the way, I'm so excited, excited about. So that's yes. awesome. We're putting. Uh, I don't know, some other show that had the word tomorrow in it because every show has the word tomorrow in it apparently no or something tomorrow? like that. I think No Tomorrow already came out. Oh, yeah. But we what, we had the Tomorrow People. That was years ago. Yeah, that was a great, terrible yeah, show. Yeah, Legends. <laughs> like, there's so many Tomorrows. But there's some other show coming out Another Tomorrow it. show? I think, maybe. The show will the come tomorrow out. Show? No, that's my show. That's tonight. <laughs> the Tomorrow Show tonight at thetomorrowshow.com. Um, but honestly, Why? Why are you moving? Why is it in April? Why are you doing that? Why are you that making to me? it a summer show? I don't yeah. understand. I, I, okay, I get this. Here's what happens in April. I have like Game of Thrones. Yeah, like yeah. that is what I get in April. So I'm, I'm as, as much as it sucks to have to wait. Um, I, I feel I'm kind of excited that when that time comes, I'll be like, yes, there's still a zombie to watch. Also, um. We're not going to get any crossover with iZombie and the other DC shows. But what if we had gotten some sort of iZombie Lucifer crossover? But see, I think we're more likely to get an iZombie um, uh, Riverdale crossover. If you guys are reading the current Archie comics at all, they're That'd doing crazy bomb. bananas things. They yeah. had like Archie Living Dead going yeah. on. They introduced Ain't like gay characters. And, like, I mean, way more likely because they've got the same parent company. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, yeah, Archie yeah. versus yeah. Predator. So I would really like to see, like, zombies and this Archie Town, which is supposed to be fun and kind of hip CW kids show, mixed with the kind of crime drama. Like, I love it just has that. such a Scooby aspect to it. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping those teams team up. Can we put you in a writer's room? Yeah. Please and thank you. <laughs> I'm available. Are you guys watching Goth- Gotham or Lucifer at yep. all? Yeah. Love both of them. Okay. Yes! Yes! Gotham right now. Yeah, Lucifer's doing great. But Gotham, in its third season, has finally figured out what's up. (laughs) Day one, I've been saying this doesn't feel right. What Gotham needs is a Batman, and I've never ever felt uh, like Gotham needed a Batman. I'm like, it's just a police force, and I don't even get the corruption that I got in Gotham Central Comics. Um, But to come in now with uh, Matt Hatter, Jarvis, is terrifying. He's terrifying. He's so scary. And I'm like, finally a villain worthy of Gotham. And I was bummed about the Poison Ivy transformation because I was like, that didn't make any sense. She's a plant, so why didn't you just have her grow older? Why did we have to, like, add the storyline in? But I do enjoy what's going on with her dynamic um, with 
our our girl Selena Kyle. My only problem mm. with this transformation is uh, no one explored what it's like. Like this is a really great time. Like when you turn thirteen and suddenly you have a body and people are checking you out and the awkwardness of that. You have the perfect opportunity to explore themes like that. You have the perfect opportunity to explore like what mm. is it to age overnight? What is it to be found suddenly attractive when she was so ignored before? Like there's all these great female storylines that they were like she's just killing people now. I'm like this doesn't make sense and I love I think that we'll character. Get to it. We'll get to it more. Um, so. Elena, you said you're loving Lucifer. Lucifer, I'm just, I'm all about it. I think, like, from beginning, I, Gotham was one that I had to warm up sure. on. Sure. Like, um, I think everybody. Years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, I'll be honest, there's whole episodes that I did not see that I will probably never go back Don't and see. To. Because yeah. I'm like, okay, now that you've found your stride, I'm with you. Yeah. Lucifer, right out the gate, yep. was just like, huh, pun. Uh, <laughs> Lucifer, right out, it was just like, nice. Boom! I'm here. I'm awesome. Tune in every week, and I'm was like, I'm with you. Were you shocked at all? Because I certainly, because I was like, no, my Lucifer is blonde. He's super arrogant, and he likes no one. Um, so to get this guy at first, I was like, mm. but then I watched the pilot. And I'm like, you know, oh, it's so perfect. Like, I'm I was right. cool. I was cool with it. Yeah, just because the chat it, is loving you guys had... talking about Gotham and Lucifer because <laughs> they, they know on the show we never do because everybody because, yeah. gets pissed when I talk about the shows that nobody's watching, but people are watching them. Yeah, people yeah. are Delicious. finally watching. It's them. good. It's kind of like when Preacher was on, and we were both like, let's talk about Preacher, and yeah. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I, I like. Um, we get that in the, the summer, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited to have it. There I'm really too. excited. To the have Christian girl they added to Lucifer, who like helps them solve. Like she's my new favorite addition to the show. Like I was, it was getting a little Emily, bit stale. Yeah, and Emily. just at the right point, Emily shows up, and she was like magical, awesome personality, and also I'll bring in like just the right touch of religion to kind of counteract this stuff. She is fabulous. There's yeah, a purpose. To now we're talking about TV every time character. that isn't even so, going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Jay in the chat says Lucifer is the best DV- DC on TV right now. Um, and Ahmed says it's so different from the comics, but it's so good, man. Yeah. I love Hashtag that. Hashtag not my Lucifer. <laughs> it's the Mark Hamill thing. You can have different adaptations of a character as yeah. long as it's consistent in that realm. This Lucifer yep. to me feels like Lucifer in Sandman before he meets Morpheus. Ah. It feels like all that time he spends just owning the bar, and I'm totally okay with that. Okay. Awesome. All right, that's pretty much it for TV time. Is there anything else in the chat that they're just loving all the TV shows? They're loving all the TV shows. Um, Heck yeah. I I just want to say, iZombie, what... Come yeah. back. Well, yeah. You ended with such a good cliffhanger. Sounds like somebody ate the brains. Bring me my Raul. He is nice. so beautiful, yeah. and I need him on my TV. I know. I, I desperately need that show to come back. We have some updates. Preacher returns May 2017. Okay, so my birthday see, present. I already okay. have. Is your birthday May, uh, is May 17th? Wow. Um, hey. And uh, there was a discussion about whether Game of Thrones is coming back in April or yes. June. Okay, so we have summer shows. We don't need iZombie to be happening in April. <laughs> no. Yeah. We, that's to the point that iZombie could easily have come back in January. I wonder if it has anything to do with production or if it has more to do with scheduling and when they think they're going to get the best ratings. I think uh, all right, here's my theory. They're putting it for um, April because something's going to get canceled and they'll just bring it in early. Interesting. Something I don't new think they're going to have it as Whatever a mid-season this season replacement show. because they normally hold mid-season replacements as for like a pilot. separate yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's true. Guys, thank you so much for <laughs> finally letting me have the TV yeah. time that I feel as if I've earned <laughs> at this point. Uh, and for talking all things DC, I think successful ladies night. Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, yes, it's ladies night. <laughs> uh, Joelle, in the meantime, till we have you on again, where can people find you? Yes, I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. 
rottentomatoes.com. Head over to Rotten Tomatoes now to check my review of Moana. I think you officially nerded out with us, and I really appreciate I'm that. I'm so happy to be here. Yell, amazing job in the chat. Thank you. I'm, I'm sure that they've been loving you in there, too, but where can so. they find you outside <laughs> of here? Um, you can find me everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I have a podcast. It's called Intimate Interrogations. It's free on iTunes and Stitcher. Sometimes it is filthy. Sometimes it is not. <laughs> Sometimes it is not. No. I love that. You use that line a lot. I do. I, well, I, because I, I realize it. that sometimes it's like really... Raunchy. Yeah. You have to say that. Yeah, but sometimes it really isn't. <laughs> and when, it, when is it when not raunchy? Well, so, intimacy is not just about sex. Oh. And you'll find that out by it's listening to Intimate oh. Interrogations. <laughs> My favorite cosplay girl, Elena, bring the pan to Jordan. <laughs> I'm Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. It's A-L-A-N-A-J-O-R-D-A-N, spelled like Alana. It's Elena. <laughs> and guys, we will not be having a show next week. Happy Thanksgiving. We will be back the week after that. I know that at Jay Quasto wishes he could be here, at Mike Kalinowski, and at Adam Gertler. Make sure you keep sending them your love. They want to know your DC thoughts. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. And until two weeks from now, we love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Girl power. Girl power. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. I promise you, the dawn is coming. <laughs>